So you see, this is a safe space. This is a safe space. It's a safe room. Yeah, we protect you. Yeah. You know, with all the scary shit on the walls, I would not <laughs> feel safe in this place. But yeah. yeah, we. I care. I care. <laughs> well, your secrets are safe with me. Um, well, obviously not. You just told Justin. Th- he's not a real person. I'm not at all. <laughs> I get told that on the regular. <laughs> it's, it's true. You heard his mom on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she still holds shit against me from when I was two. It's <laughs> not. You gave me a black eye. Yeah. I mean, how many of us haven't <laughs> given all the women in our lives a black eye? At I know. Some it's time? Point, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I started. I'm I matured faster than others generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, two years old, I was ready to <laughs> teach my woman a lesson. <laughs> and that's so, not the lesson she remembered. No. Like she remembered that's why when, was, when that's why two years later I had to punch her in the face. <laughs> Here we are, three, <laughs> three white males making jokes about beating women <laughs> in a red state. Um, uh, welcome, our guest BJ. Oh, you can use my real name. Oh, since, you're since ben you now? dropped out that uh, okay. earlier bit. Thank oh, you. You, you think I did? Ben is fine. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, welcome. Uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, it's exciting. Um, so before we start, mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to say how much I enjoy your podcast. Uh, and I was thinking early on when I was listening, I was, uh, really impressed by, um, like how you guys are able to like remember these facts about these movies and like pull these names out of ev- all where everywhere, you know, like these names I haven't heard of and I'm, it's really impressive. And then I remember that story like from a long time ago, we were watching, uh, Maid, do you remember? <laughs> we were watching Maid and we we're, uh, the old mob boss showed up and and you said y- you know <laughs> you know who that is that's uh that's a little kid that's from Ralphie from that's a Ralphie story. from a Christmas story and it's like oh yeah sure no it wasn't it no, was there's Peter Falk Peter Falk <laughs> yeah who was much older P- Peter, Billingsley, pro- <laughs> Peter Billingsley Peter Billingsley produced it's like just a completely different dude not even close <laughs> Peter Billingsley produced the movie so oh, when you yeah. so when you watch the audio commentary they talk about him when peter fox on so if they say something and that person's on screen i just assume that's what's happening <laughs> apparently but you didn't yeah. know who peter falk was no I, yeah does that surprise you no I so it just it just makes anymore. me question the validity of all the things you say because no. i just take it's, it take it's, your word for but it but here's the thing it's a self-selected list of everything everything that we do on here so of course he's gonna make himself look smart. Right, smart's a relative term. Yeah. <laughs> just less dumb, knowledgeable about <laughs> shit nobody yeah. cares about. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't name more than five presidents. <laughs> <laughs> could you name? Could you name five living presidents? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> then that's Go five presidents, it. right? Living. Yeah. Well, there's only one living president. Buzzing. Oh, okay, because no, there's, no. there's ex-presidents. There you go. I, I got what you're saying. But they're not ex-presidents. They're still officially Mr. President. All right, you got DT, you got G-Dub, you got G-Dub, DT. Huh? Oh, DT, yeah. Never mind. Clinton and Carter. Yeah. Depending on when you say this, you probably mentioned Mike Pence also. Right. <laughs> 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 you know when you know, listeners are going to be a couple of years from now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gonna start talking about World War Two now? No, no. Uh, you're decidedly too sober in order to replace Tom. 
Uh, we can make that change if you have a cup I could borrow. <laughs> they're, Wait, what? they're over there, but you'd have to try to make it past Justin. And the last time somebody did that, they <laughs> broke my Devil's Rejects poster <laughs> frame. It's, unless I, you're good at hurdles, because then you can the jump ro- over. I think, <laughs> I think the Rolling Rock might have played a, a little bit into that as well. <laughs> it's, it's true. Maybe the Rolling Rock and trying to jump over it. To be fair, I am not even close to that Devil's Rejects poster. If if he was getting over me, it would have been the Halloween poster that he would have knocked off. Okay, here's something that I learned a long time ago. I feel like it's a lesson you need to know. Mm-hmm. You, There's more of you than just where your face is. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think this was my body. It's not. It's over here. There's some over there. There's a lot behind me. Did I, have I talked about my bathroom coming out? Okay. It's uh, <laughs> weird. Segway. I want to hear it. <laughs> so I've lived I want to hear this. I've lived in my apartment for like, I don't know, six, eight months now. And I went to the bathroom the other day and then I went to walk out of the bathroom and my shoulders hit both sides of the doorway <laughs> and I got stuck. <laughs> Apparently every other time I've just walked out sideways, but this time I decided to walk straight out and get really, really sad. Wait, wait, wait. Now... That doesn't make any sense because, I mean, unless your door is s- smaller than a normal-sized door. Because you would have had an experience no, at some point. he's bigger than a normal-sized human. <laughs> it's an apartment. It's a tiny, Obviously. it's a tiny, tiny bathroom. Okay. But, like, it's got a normal-sized door, right? I'm, I don't know. I mean, if you walk through any normal-sized door I've straight through, through you're going to get stuck every time based on that. To be fair, he gets in and out of the sliding door of a van <laughs> when he drives. Wait, for real? No. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was true. <laughs> I'm, I'm fat, but I'm not like. He just says it so convincing. I'm like, Sorry, I don't. Like I was, I was a surprise. Like really, that's oh, weird. Huh. You got one of them jazzy scooters. That's neat. So you've uh, 33 years old, and you've uh, you've given up on life. That's good to know. Good for you. You know, we're just <laughs> just living for less time than the rest but, uh, of us. But you know, <laughs> I had we're a, really doing it. I had a hernia surgery a couple years ago, and the first time that I laid down in bed, like I laid down, slept for a while, and woke up, and I had a rough time getting up because like my stomach muscles were all, you know, which are usually pretty ribbed. Yeah, they were they were in rough shape. They were ribbed, usually for her pleasure. Ripped, that's what I said. <laughs> Change that on me in the audio. Um, so I just sent my wife a picture text, and it was just, uh, you know when they're like moving killer whales off of a flatbed, and it's like a crane hoisting them up? I just sent her a picture of that. She came up, and she's like, I knew exactly what you meant. I'm here for you. <laughs> I think my favorite part of the story is the se- it's the second time you told it on this podcast. <laughs> Cycling <laughs> through that's now. What, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of had a rough week. Ooh. So one yeah. of one of my flaws in life is that I'm really lazy. Like I'm, I have this thing where I'm too lazy to breathe at night. <laughs> <laughs> so my body just decides it's not worth it. Uh, so so I have the the CPAP machine, like the Insta seducer, like. Don't bring Insta your Insta seducer. Yeah, so don't bring Was your. Is that your nickname in college? Yeah, 
No, it wasn't until I got this machine that I really found a like, pocket full of roofies. Yeah, if you uh, if you don't bring your your moms or your your wives' girlfriends around me, if I've got this mask on because it is some sexy stuff. <laughs> like, let me tell you, um, so, you're gonna post but, that on the web, right? Yeah. yeah. So so it uh, <clears throat> so it broke. Like one day I went to go to bed and just it doesn't work. So I'm like okay, like I think there's a good chance I'm gonna machine. die tonight. <laughs> Okay, so I like, I told my wife like, um, can you check on me periodically? So the, I made it. Good news, surprise. Um, but she was like, guessed. she was like, I made sure I kept my hand on you all night in case you got cold. I'm like, if I was cold, <laughs> I am too Rick far gone for you to in. help. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a disaster. So, but I lived. Everything's okay now. Still convinced you need one of those bad boys? Yeah. I'll be fine. Okay. I don't sleep on my back because I'll probably die. That's how I'm living it. That's <laughs> every every morning he wakes up. He's like, made it through another night and I fall asleep <laughs> on my back. Like, <laughs> I wake up and then I do like the Sammy Sosa just hit a home run. And <laughs> <laughs> He's licking barbecue sauce off his chest. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, So since you made it through the night, does that mean you don't need that? thing anymore no no i definitely still need it because like i mean no like like i had to it was a whole ordeal where i had to get the original test from years ago and get the prescription and everything and like i read the report and it was like i had 189 instances in the seven hours and four minutes of stopping breathing like that's not an exaggeration it was 189 so that's a real thing so that's how lazy I am. <laughs> so I'm so run. lazy. I need I need to like just have my wife stand over me with like billows, just shoving air into my fat face. So you've got a runner's heart, but like a coal miner's lungs. Yeah, exactly. A fat <laughs> coal miner's lungs. Just fat neck syndrome. Um, so if you ever like, you know, get really depressed and just want to let yourself go. You just got to go to bed without that machine, right? Uh, I've spent years like letting that, myself go. There's worse ways I've, to I've go. I've spent years letting myself oh, right. go. <laughs> you made that decision long ago. <laughs> this, this might be a good... T- the last time you saw me, was I thin? Uh, no, but the time before that, you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, so. uh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah when, you li- when you lived away from us, like I kept like seeing, oh, he posted something new on Facebook. He went to some convention, and I was like... I felt pretty good. I was like, I think... Ro- I think I think Russ might be fatter than me. <laughs> I think, oh, that's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. <laughs> then you got thin. It's I was not like, oh, good for him. But, oh. <laughs> it's nice to see you back to again, normal, to be so, honest. Yeah, you know. you're welcome. Yeah, it's not off-putting. Yeah, like was... we, we were meeting at the gym and like running and doing physical things together. That was weird. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> I just read an article that uh, doc- researchers have discovered exercise in a pill. And uh, using it on mice, so that's good. Yeah. That, that just, sounds like I, bullshit. That just, that just gives me like, <laughs> all right, just four more years, so that's out. So just ride the river of nacho cheese till then, and then I'll be good. <laughs> I saw a guy on Reddit selling, trying to sell a, a, a like a jacket that you wear that lowers your body temperature to make you like your muscle or like your body work harder, like to stay warm, and that would supposedly burn calories. So you just wear this vest and you'll. I think like, I want that out. just for life. I'm hot all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly hot. That sounds awesome. <laughs> but they don't make them in my size. So you're going to buy one of the NASCAR cooling jackets that they wear, like with yeah. cold water coursing through them. So with that extra mass, are you guys like, are you are you warm down here? Like, are you? Because I'm freezing. Is it 
It's cold down here, right? Uh, I, I thought you were talking about my cock. <laughs> of course no. you were. Yeah. I mean, it's been it a whole like, five minutes into the podcast. Without, I was wondering penises. for a second, too. I thought you were talking about cocks. Like, oh, okay. X-Pac kind of <laughs> well, like... It's my gesture for my down junk. here, like down here in the basement. Uh, I was chilly, and then... Then you I, put on your sexy robe. I put on my robe, <laughs> and then... <laughs> that fucking robe. <laughs> That's the sign that he gave up. Everybody gives me a hard time, but I don't understand. It's You're not supposed to wear it around people. Why? If everybody gives you a hard time, <laughs> then you should learn. <laughs> it's not appropriate. <laughs> it's not like it's the only thing I'm wearing. Like, you've seen The Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. The fact that he's wearing a robe tells you instantly, oh, this guy's a dirtbag. Good to know. He is wearing it out in public. I am in my <laughs> own home. You are lucky I'm wearing pants right now. Okay? That's, I mean, if I didn't have a roommate, I'd be naked all the time. As soon as I get in my room, door shut, it's just naked party time. This is the start of another erotic story. We're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Can if you like, I be. seriously think you could like quit your uh, your job and like go into like oh, erotic. God, stop talking about jobs. I had to listen to these two no. bastards <laughs> talk about Java postscript addendums for like ten minutes back and forth, giggling like one of those words be said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> giggling. Yeah, uh, talk about anything other than horror movies and. It's funny because PostScript is a thing, but we didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. JavaScript was the word. I knew a little HTML, like back in the eBay days before it did it itself. I had to, like if I wanted to change the color to red. <laughs> what What did you need that for? What did you do that for? eBay. Oh, eBay. Yeah. If you wanted to change the color to red, you'd use CSS, not HTML. That's what I said. <laughs> so you got to think of it like a body, right? The HTML is the skeleton. All right. So we watched Raw Head Rex. Uh, well, first we listened to Rawhead Rex. We did. Uh, and this is what I kind of love, is the idea that you and I read the story, listened to the story. Mm-hmm. You, ben you didn't. saying read. <laughs> or when you listen to an audio book. I, I think that's disingenuous. I have read it three times, and I read it once for this. Read. Okay. You gave me the audio books, and I, read, book. I listened to those. In a book. Just take it. On paper. With my eyeballs. Raining rain. Um, so let's do this to start with. Uh, Justin, what did you think of specifically about the story? Overall? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fucking weird. That's my overall <laughs> Keep opinion. Go, okay. <laughs> I guess go more. <laughs> I'm trying to suss out my notes here. Uh, first one just says stone to dig out. That's... It's kind of the, the start of the premise. Again, that's Next a w- fact. That's not a a witty quip. <laughs> I didn't claim for it to be. I said it was a note, not a quip. Not all my notes. Why are would you quips. write that note? To like what was myself? Go- I don't know. So well, hold on. A couple times you've mentioned a synopsis, so we could. Mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, your six listeners of this podcast have not actually like listened to the book. Mm-hmm. Is it exactly the same as the movie? Do we need like a story about I like? Mean, it's generally the same as the movie, but. Different in some key ways. Like in, it's in word form. <laughs> that <laughs> is the definition of a book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or an audio book. All right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go on. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this I don't remember. My next line just says vomit. 
Okay. Anyway, I'm going to take over this podcast <laughs> because Justin is obviously checked out. I don't remember so, vomiting. The synopsis. Of, I remember a fuck ton of, of pissing. The re- <laughs> I remember there being piss there's a everywhere. Lot of, there's a lot of piss. Um, and hard-ons. There's a lot of hard-ons. Um, so <laughs> Ben's having the realization the book. that he- that Did I watch the same movie that- You, you did book? watch the same movie. Uh, That's movie what's incredible. The movie is very toned down from what okay. this is. So okay. uh, the premise of Rawhead Rex, the story, is a- um, uh, a creature, uh, a pre-biblical creature, uh, is awakened, uh, wreaks havoc in small town outside of London, uh, and is subdued by a symbol of birth. Was that the story or the both? Really? It, w- it was a didn't they have like uh, not London accents? No, was... the, the, the movie they it's moved it to Ireland. Ireland. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Um, We're not talking about the movie yet, Ben. You said it was sort of both. All right, fine. Roll. Just, just continue. I'm, so I'll, I'll be right back. So, the, so the <laughs> he's still had a rough time. <laughs> so uh, the thing that I all right. So things that I loved about this story. Okay, I love number one. There's essentially no protagonist because it's you're following Rawhead. Mm-hmm. You, you jump from person to person that are seeing him be their victims. Yeah. I said that backwards, but you know what I meant. Yep. So he's wreaking havoc going around, right? Um, this is the first work of Barker's you've been exposed to writing-wise, correct? I believe so. What did you think about that? Like, I feel like when you hear him write, I feel smarter when I read or I listen to something from him. Like, as opposed to something like Stephen King, which is very mundane. It's toned down. It's like reading it's a pulpy. newspaper. It's meant to be. I'm not saying it's not meant to be, but yeah. I'm saying Barker, I think, is a, is a level above that for sure. Um, it's definitely above Stephen King, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it it was weird. I'm right up on it. No, you're not. <laughs> it's, I'm glad that I'm flagging around so that we don't have to <laughs> say that and then you ruin it. I get criticized for breathing into the microphone too much. <laughs> yeah, I was so. I'm so not to just. I'm not trying. <laughs> so I remember, like a long time ago, we used to make fun of Justin's breathing because you know, like in class, it'd be like the other side of the room. You could hear Justin breathing, and since I haven't seen you in literally 15 years, I was wondering in my head. Oh, I wonder if, like, when I first started listening, I wonder if. What if Justin got skinny or something? You know, I wonder if he's like doing well for himself. And then, like, I heard him breathing. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> nope. Just way fatter. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um, so you were just getting ready to criticize Clive Barker, I think? Not criticize, no. I mean, uh, yeah, he, he writes intelligently. He definitely has some weird obsessions. At least the like story. What? Like what? Pissing and hard on. <laughs> Basically, dicks. He has this weird obsession with dicks. That's weird, right? Who would have thought? I initiated Ben into the podcast, by the way, by sending him my Clive Barker picture to turn him yeah. gay. Nice. So you're welcome for that. Yeah. It's it's no question, though, like, why, I, I mean, this podcast is pretty gay, mm-hmm. and you guys talk about Clive Barker every episode. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it just kind of makes sense, right? If I were to go to gay for somebody, it would be Clive Barker. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch. Your turn, Matt Damon. Uh, it used to be Matt Damon. Now I think it's um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's my man too. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. He. Do you know his band? 
He's got a band. Oh, it's so good. They have one CD. It was years ago, but yeah, it's fantastic. Cool. Does he? Uh, does he? Um, Go perform with it? shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Answer the so, question. So, no, sorry. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I love is like he manages to make the words turds, cunt, hard on. Um, what I'm missing another one. Shit. Like all appear in this, but in the classiest way that only he could write, and it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing. I, I mean, I don't disagree. I mean, I think I've read more things than you, and I've read more than just like Stephen King and Clive Barker. Mm. So, I mean, George R. R. Martin has a way with cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barker's not a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what's the description that you get from Rawhead in the story? Because okay. we all know what he looks like in the, in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> what is he in the story? Uh, so he kept talking about the moon in relation to Rawhead. So I just kept having this picture in my head of the creature from where the wild things are. Okay. Like that's just, that's what I pictured him as the whole time because they, they kept calling him the moon. Mm-hmm. So did you read that before watching it? Did, or, did <laughs> I've, I've have, I haven't had the chance to see that. No, no, I, Spike Jones movie. I'm talking about the, the story. Yes, and you you read it before watching the movie. Yeah. Okay, good. So you were able to actually picture something in your head before seeing yeah, that awful monster. Yeah, because I would, okay. I definitely would not have pictured what's in the film. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you what were you envisioning? The moon. Uh, no, literally the the creature from Where the Wild Things are oh, because okay. he has that big round head uh-huh. and like a mouth that goes all the way across mm-hmm. it, and so like he, the monster picks up people and swallows them basically whole a lot. Okay. So so Rawhead Rex is a giant penis. He is okay. a penis monster. So here is the graphic <laughs> novel that depicts what Clive oh, Barker actually was conveying. Which is a giant penis monster. It's not even subtle. His name is Rawhead. Like that is <laughs> n- <laughs> that is not subtle. Good point. <laughs> um, so we talked. So <clears throat> I'm with Rawhead on this, in that he's grossed out by periods. Hashtag I'm with Rawhead. He is grossed out by periods. Like he goes to kill this bitch, and he's like, "Ugh, she's on the rag. Not touching her," <laughs> and he scurries away. His That's giant penis head and toe. <laughs> his, his toes are penises too. So, yeah. So I'm on board with that because that is gross. You you have I don't understand it. Women are people too, but they have those gross things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so gross. I, it is so weird. Like your 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 weirdness around the vagina. Yeah, and all of the thing, all of the glory <laughs> that it contains. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that anymore. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about when Rawhead pissed on the priest for like three pages. You mean his baptism? Yeah, his baptism, <laughs> where he just pissed all over him, and he drank it and bathed in it, and you could smell how acidic and terrible it was. Let's talk about that. I think we just did. (laughs) (laughs) I love also, it's kind of in passing, but there was like essentially a deleted scene from the story of Scat with with Declan as well. Sounds about right. Yeah. 
So they, in passing, they casually say, you know, like, oh, he wasn't mud that was all over him. He smelled like shit. So there was a shit scene where mm-hmm. Rawhead Rex defecated all over this priest who was happy to receive this this poo party. I, I thought it was funny that you called it a shit scene and then said defecate. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shit scene. Let's get medical here. It was <laughs> defecated. Let's be adults. Let's be adults. We're on the shit scene. He defecated. Um, and... It, it culminates similar to the movie in that uh, an idol is presented um, depicting uh, a pregnant woman giving birth, scares Rawhead, uh, and they're able to get hands on him, right? Are you a giant penis monster? Because I'm scared of the JJs? Yeah. No. I don't think so. Mm. I mean, I, I wouldn't f- think penis monsters would be afraid of the JJs. Look, Barker's is. Well, Barker's is, yeah. Okay, well, he's, <laughs> his, his, his penis a, swings a certain way. So. <laughs> um, so here's the great thing about this, and this is the way that I would describe. So the book, when you read it, allows you to understand exactly what the hell they were trying to do in the movie. They don't accomplish, <laughs> but they were trying to do. It's like the Rosetta Stone <laughs> of Rawhead Rex. You're like, I understand that. So jumping completely to the end of the movie... Did you understand what that rock was when he pulls that rock out? I mean, it seemed phallic, but no, I didn't. So so in the book, they describe, like, he's holding it, uh, he's waving around his hands, he can't figure out what it is, what is it, what is it, what is it, and a woman had ran into the church and was completely naked because she was trying to run for her life, and he realized, wait a minute, this thing that I'm holding in my hands is a physical representation of her. This is her body. Oh, you mean you mean the little rock that yeah. like, defeated him in? I was thinking of the rock at the beginning. Oh, no, was, no, like, no, really no, tall no. And, like they took out of the thing. But, no, okay. at the end. Did, okay. did you put together what that was? No. It was supposed to, it was a, like when you saw it, you understood what it was. Okay. At the end, it's just like an idol. Yeah, but it's of a woman. Mm-hmm. So you can see breasts and things like that. You mm-hmm. didn't realize that, though, right? I mean, I saw, I saw it was a woman, but I okay. didn't. I noticed it was a woman, yeah. Okay. It was because he talks about, for, he's interested in fertility cults and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this area was big for fertility cults. Right. Why do I keep saying cults? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I knew that it was a fertility statue. But, so, so he, but I really think that, like, when he goes to, so many of the things he does, you have having had the backstory of the short story, it's like um, you've got kids. You know how there's an age when nobody else in the world can understand them except for you Mm -hmm. and you have to translate? That's what this movie is. Like this movie is you you have to have that translation going for you that only someone that speaks that language can understand. That's unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) It's a movie for only people that read, I guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and like a foreign film. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you listened to the audiobook you sent me, right? Yeah. That narrator is awful. You thought so? He, like, when he does voices, first he, like, somehow he gets quieter when the character's supposed to be yelling, which seemed really weird. And he did that thing where he's like, and then I'm going to talk in a different character's voice. And then this other character is yelling, so I'm going to talk like this. This is me yelling. <laughs> it was really weird. And I say that I say things are weird a lot. Mm-hmm. We need to stop doing that. Yeah. That's to so say um a lot. The narrator for audiobooks is like, is like, it really makes or breaks 
the story for so, sure yeah Definitely. like uh i mean you listen to did you listen to george R. R. martin the game of thrones books on the audio books listen to them no, I've, you should i've read one and a half of them yeah okay well then i won't go on there but like it's just i know everything that happens in the book so yeah well the the narrator is what i'm gonna talk about it's uh roy detrice i think his name is he like won like a Guinness Book of World Records for doing the most voices in any series or something, and it's just That's really crazy. good. Yeah. You should uh, you should, check, you should do the audiobooks. Cause There's like 73 million characters in those. Books. Yeah, and he's got a different voice for each one. It <laughs> changes from book to book though, like his accents, which is frustrating. But sorry, this is not a podcast about. Um, That's fine. I just had a this. moment when I realized, like everybody else that listens to me talk, what they feel like. So <laughs> I think it's fair. Fine. I mean, it's good with you guys going. This is what I deserve. Your narration of your uh, erotic erotic mm-hmm. novel was really good. Thank like you. you gave a disclaimer before it, like, "Oh, I'm not good at reading books." Yeah. Uh, that's not, that and was, it was like that was an apology, Brad. Like I had this the weirdest boner. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a joke, but but, <laughs> but not, it's not actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you said you were crying when you were listening to it. We know why. It w- <laughs> those were those were laughing tears. I promise they were not. Like, let's just move uh, on. He Can was we- crying. <laughs> um, not from his eyes though. <laughs> what? The one-eyed man was crying. Are you talking about pre-com again? No. <laughs> I imagine Rawhead Rex has a blowhole, right? Like, <laughs> just right on the top of his head, he's got a big hole that just. <laughs> okay, Rawhead Rex in the movie, however, mm-hmm. <laughs> not the same thing. So, like, how can you get into a movie where like the monster <laughs> looks like that? Like, it's I I, I think all right. So let me. I, I probably should have told you guys this before. There's a deleted scene from Rawhead Rex that I think will really set it up so you guys would appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. And it's set back when Rawhead was born. Okay, so and you've got his mom which was a gorilla, and his dad, which is a NASCAR fan with a mullet. <laughs> and they're debating about whether they're going to keep their new monster baby because he has Down syndrome. So I think if you watch that movie under the mentality that Rawhead has Down syndrome, it makes a lot more okay. sense because yeah. he looks like he has an extra chromosome throughout most of the movie. Yeah, that sounded insensitive. <laughs> Everything about that was insensitive. It's okay. <laughs> That's just rust. To, to NASCAR fans? Gorillas. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I should have known last week when you were like, one of these <laughs> is the creature known for, like, throughout as one of the best creatures of all time. And I knew Pumpkinhead was, like, good. So I was like, oh, well, Brahim must be pretty bad. Even that did not prepare me <laughs> for rubber neck scenes. And so, yeah. so some rules as in my history of a, as making many many films that I always follow is that when you have a man in a rubber suit, it's kind of a go to thing. A lot of people really like that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure you show him as much as possible. Mm-hmm. In light as much as possible. Exactly. Have him do a lot of scenes in which he has to try to move very quickly. Yep. Uh, and don't cut on him when he's trying to move quick inside right. that suit. Uh, you need so, to have him do a lot of tactile movements and mm-hmm. things like that that require a lot of nuance. Um, Say that he is eight or nine feet tall and hire a <laughs> five foot seven guy to get in the suit. Uh, <laughs> they breaks every one of these rules. Every single rule like, they just snap in half. The first time you see him, it is literally a full body shot in the sunlight and it's like they what 
They just gave it away right there. His eyes are looking in two different directions. Just <laughs> that's the thing. I like like he was like just cross eyed like the entire time. I'm like, how can you take this monster seriously? Uh like like Pumpkinhead looked real good. Like real, real good. But even like the the church scene when it's like you see it kind of full body for the first time and kind of walking, it's like the only time in the film that you see him like that. Uh it, it still looks a little awkward and stilted, mm-hmm. but they make sure that you don't see a whole lot of it. That's that's competent filmmaking, <laughs> <laughs> unlike whatever was Rawhead Rex, <laughs> which was not good. No. Um, the Barker was like asked about it at one point, and he was talking about different things, and like he was trying to be diplomatic, and like he had like this awkward pause. He's just like. I like the poster. <laughs> Had a good poster. <laughs> um, there's so many things in this that I really feel you can see through because he wrote, he wrote the screenplay too, and that like we said, it follows this the book, but it doesn't in the slightest. Um, starting with the opening scene where they're uncovering him, right? Mm-hmm. So they're uncovering him first, and then. There's, oh, here's a fat dude. What do we have to have make the fat guy say? I got dinner waiting for me at the table. I got to get going. I feel like that's just what a farmer would say. <laughs> <laughs> but if which you far- had done that and we were playing $100,000 Pyramid, I would just say things a farmer says before things a fat guy says. Was that that guy with the big glasses you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He was my favorite guy in the movie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he there. sat on a tractor. That's basically what he did. I was, I was like, sweet, Justin's in this movie, and then like, and then he wasn't anymore, and it's kind of sad. But. Uh, so that scene of them uncovering Rawhead is intercut with them at the church singing Hallelujah, mm-hmm. and they say Hallelujah about 23 times, <laughs> and then they fade oh, yeah. out. And then they come back and they say hallelujah like 102 more times. I think there was a papyrus font in between there, though. (laughs) So you had to have papyrus font titles. (laughs) I've read the Bible. I've seen, I've sung some hymns. Sure, they say hallelujah a lot. I don't think there's one hymn that's just hallelujah 112 times. Uh, It's just hallelujah with a coda. Hallelujah is in the public domain. And you can translate this as a filmmaker into going religious overtones, religious overtones, and just beating you over the head with that. Um, You guys have notes. That's not fair. You didn't tell me to take notes when I watched it. All right, fine. Um, they they show the stained glass. You said you listened. We reference our notes twenty times an episode. I okay. You're right. I guess I'll just lazy. Whatever. But. Hey, wait a minute. I have nothing you to talk about. about listening. Um. <laughs> so they show the stained glass almost immediately, right? Which mm-hmm. is kind of cool, but it's also yeah. like a little spot on. Like I feel yeah. like at some point in like the hundreds of years that have passed, somebody would look up and be like, "Who is this?" weird ass monster <laughs> on the stained glass and why does he have laser eyes that are shooting me <laughs> oh there's that big stone in that field this guy looks like he's under like a big stone it is a maybe we shouldn't touch that fucking it stone. is a stone totem pole in the in the movie <laughs> did you get that were you envisioning that when you were listening no, to this i thought it was like a big boulder like yes why yeah. it's literally 10 feet tall 12 yeah. feet tall and they're just now deciding to remove this? Right, because he's like, 
in the story, he's like tilling the field, and then it's like, oh, there's like a little bit of a stone there. Let me uncover it, and then it just like keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yes, this was ten feet out of the ground, <laughs> <laughs> and then like two feet below it. I don't understand it, and I love when he popped out from underneath the ground. Like you could tell the decision was made like, oh, you're an actor. You need to breathe. That's something you like to do. So you need to make sure you're face down so that when you're you can breathe and then jump up by standing up and we'll throw dirt on your back. <laughs> and then we will put a terrible fake lightning behind you. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so we have this movie has a protagonist, unlike the story. It does. And it's uh, the the writer who comes to town to talk about, like, cults. Hey, I said it right that time. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this. He looked like he'd never kissed a human being before. Ever. And he does it a lot in this movie. I don't remember that. And he's just like... <laughs> like, duck lips. <laughs> like, three inches apart. Just trying to go in there. Trying to get some... You know who had never kissed anyone is Declan, who introduced himself as the Virgin. Yeah. So he is that is that a religious thing? I don't know. I just assumed I heard it wrong. He 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 was like, "Hey, I'm Declan. I'm the Virgin." I was like, "That's oh, how he introduced himself." Like for the sacrifice? <laughs> is there a volcano nearby? I don't. I it was bizarre. Can my voice go any higher? <laughs> Uh, was that crucial to the story that he was a virgin? Like, I don't, like, was it in the book at all? Like, they referenced him in the book as being a virgin, but you can do that in a book because you're describing right. like who this person is or whatever. Like, he right. describes him as being, he's 29 and he's balding and he looks much older than that and he'd been a virgin and he was awkward or what. But that's how you describe somebody right. in a book. Yeah, it's it's like it's like this guy was just reading his character notes. He's like, yeah. "Hello, I am Declan. I am 29. Yeah. I am a virgin. As you can see, I am balding." <laughs> Uh, he's yeah. a, he's he, also a robot in the movie. What? It was a joke that didn't oh, land. It was your voice. <laughs> it was it. my delivery. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> it landed. Yes, that's delayed. What it, is. <laughs> it was delayed, yeah. but it landed. Good Taking job. credit for it. Um, in Ireland, apparently, but so Rawhead. There, so many of the scenes translate. You can see how they're in the book and how they're in the movie, mm -hmm. right? So in the book, Rawhead goes into a house. He he kills a husband. He takes a little girl and he leaves the wife and she falls down the stairs and dies. And it's horrific because she's menstruating. Mm. And it's kind of terrible because like the woman's like watching her daughter get taken away by this penis monster to get eaten and killed. In the movie, however, he just hates dishes. Like, no. he just breaks dishes. He's he, a vendetta against he, dishes. He gingerly fucks up that kitchen. <laughs> just like to have, like, like a cat playing with, like, a mouse or something. Just tap. Oh, now? Okay, okay just uh, gingerly flip over this table. Uh. Uh, this was after they were in the barn, which... Yeah. I have to imagine the Irish equivalent of stacks of cardboard boxes it must be balsa wood crates mm -hmm. because he just had these pristine balsa wood crates <laughs> that were only there for Rawhead Rex to knock over. Mm -hmm. It's the same idea as when a movie when there's just stacks of cardboard boxes for people to fall into. Yeah. So that's it's got to be the Irish equivalent, I would assume. He fucks up the bolt real good, but that's off camera. He also... But the kitchen, he just 
The flower <laughs> tip. <laughs> Tipped over flower. Uh, he knocks over the door, which, if you noticed, didn't have hinges on it to start with. <laughs> so the, the side with hinges comes out, or wish, where the hinges should be, pops out before the other side of the door as he knocks it over because it didn't have hinges to start with. It's pretty great. Yeah. He then knocks, he knocks out the window, but then uses the door. So I don't know if we're talking about the same scene, but there, there's one where like it shows the bolt in the door and then it like comes off. That's like, when he's chasing Coot. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he the the bolt comes off the door, like and then it, like he keeps banging on it and like trying to get in. Right. It's like the the bolt is noticeably not yeah. hooked into anything, <laughs> but he still but can't the, open door the door. Is giving as if it is. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not going. <laughs> like if Rawhide had just turned the knob, it would have opened just fine. <laughs> yeah. But he's too dumb. But but that's something that's awesome, like in the book. So there's a moment in the book when he's trying to get into a place, right? And the and the person that's getting attacked uh, is saying like, "Oh, if he figures out before too long, I don't know how smart this creature is because he could totally go through the window, but he's not." And that translate in the book. And the cool thing about the book is there's a lot of scenes that are kind of from Rawhead's perspective, uh, and he said like things like Rawhead knew he was never never very smart he was always too hungry so like you knew he had some sort of conscience not conscience consciousness um and i really enjoyed that in the book but you lose that completely with the movie and part of it just has to be how it translates to a film but the other part has to be who's doing the translating because miss the mark a lot yeah not a a competent (laughs) filmmaker um which by the way oh sorry no go ahead there I listed for like creature effects mm-hmm. were like seven people in the opening credits. <laughs> like what did they all do? <laughs> like it's just it's just Rawhead. That's the only like effect and yeah. a tiny bit of gore on one guy's chest. That's about it. The mm. fake lightning and stuff. Right? They had to make a head. They're, those are just lying around. <laughs> I was gonna say that uh I did enjoy that they killed the kid in that movie. Yes. And, and like for real because uh, like I couldn't get in the movie like I enjoy movies because you know I can get um can really get into them right like I just uh, well I cry a lot more in movies than I like to say so like it's it's that sort of thing Im- the immersiveness of it I guess so like you know I'm kind of watching it Justin just leaned into like, the mic to nod at you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just I leaned into his eyeline because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm about to agree yeah. I don't want to do it on mic so. So I'm just going to nod <laughs> back away. So, yeah, anyways, so I was watching it, and it was like, I can't, like, you know, I was just kind of half-assed watching it. I don't really care about it. And then, like, you know, the big monster. Thanks. <laughs> really did good did good, uh, good job researching for this podcast. Well, come on. I mean, like, did you see the movie? Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, so, you know. I want to do that a lot of times, too. And then they killed the movie, and I felt like you know, felt something a little bit. Like, you don't kill kids in movies in general, you know? I mean, it's like, you know. <laughs> that's, it, where Clive, that's where the little bit of Clive Barker that exists is in this movie. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, I enjoyed that aspect of it and that they were able to, you know, that kind of brought me into the movie a little bit and I enjoyed it. And, like, but um, not much else. There's a pretty awesome scene in the story where he, he, he has the kid and it's just a scene, and this might be where Rawhead is kind of thinking or whatever, and Barker's describing that he's got the kid laying beside him and his he's like strewn all over and every once in a while he'll reach in and he doesn't even like after he establishes it's the boy, he calls him like 
Rawhead's plate and things mm-hmm. like that, and that he'll reach around and find a delicate morsel in the abdomen of or whatever. Fish out of kidney, like candy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that's part of, like, that's the little bit of actually does come from Barker yeah. that you're seeing come through because it's so... A little more fucked up. It's And, and callous almost, but, like, because you're looking at it from Rawhead's point of view, and it's the same way that you would eat a hamburger or whatever, you know? You're not putting two thoughts into it. You're not thinking that it was something that used to be alive. It's now your meal. Mm-hmm. So they changed the menstruating lady to a pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of bum bummer. I don't know how you would show that she's menstruating and that's why she didn't get attacked. So I get it. But what the fuck was her reaction when she was found? Like, the friend comes in, the guy who was, like, delivering the hay or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and she, like, is like, <laughs> Like, What the fuck? Uh, at this point, the cops start getting involved, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where they're they're talking, and and one of the 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 no nonsense cops puts his cigar out in one of the other person's cup. Yeah, is this ringing any bells? For, for the, no reason other than he but, was like maybe maybe he's not. But an here's idiot. the thing: moments before that, you see the guy like move it like two inches into closer to him to put it in. No. So <laughs> he's like smoking, and then he's like moves it over two inches <laughs> and then he puts it in <laughs> it was just those little things that just frustrate me like i can look in all honesty like i know rawhead but i there's part of me that really loves the how silly and dumb rawhead rex is like and the people are reacting to it right it's the same way you would watch you know the original godzilla movie or something and you, and you buy it you look past it or whatever what i can't look past are those things like when they looked at the take and they're like see him move it two inches over to where he's going to put in the cig- uh, the cigar. They're like, that's good. We're well, good maybe that maybe it's, I, I don't remember the scene, but maybe it was because he does that so often that the guy knew that it was his job to mm-hmm. give him the cup. It is a more right? nuanced performance than I thought, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm you just got to look into it. I mean, that's a good point. You got to see that. I apologize. Cut out your ass, Russell. Uh, they, they, <laughs> uh, he's the worst director in the Nedwood. The, uh, the family's going and they, and they stop and they, think that they see raw head but they get out and it's a scarecrow it's a scarecrow which is that's not how you scarecrow by the way no. like you don't make a full size with legs <laughs> yeah creature and you don't put it on the ground <laughs> you put it high up above the ground so that it's above your crops to scare away the crows oh i don't get it's that at name. all so, so much of this movie felt like and i i think it's germany where they film willy wonka but i felt like it was the same town like, I feel like simultaneously you had Charlie running around with a golden ticket. Like, all the brickwork and things like that that were going on in this town really felt to me like Willy Wonka. E- nope. Next. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Next note. Okay. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, so. Do you edit that part out? Like, do you edit that out or is that going to stay in there? Because, like, a lot anything. of your stuff. Well, I don't think you don't, but a lot of this stuff is like obviously like going to stay in the podcast. Like is what I'm saying now, is that going to everything stays in the out? podcast? There's there's only been one thing <laughs> that we've edited out <laughs> was ever. That, was that at the beginning of this thing? Well, like, two. No. Okay. 
the the one that we edited out was just like I told just what Justin claimed was just a grotesque story, and he told me something that was way more grotesque. <laughs> here's here's the thing. No. His was about penises. Mine was about vaginas, <laughs> and so that's why we gross. Uh, we, we claim each other's was the others was worse. So we debated, and finally we were like, "No, yours is grosser. Yours needs to come out. No, yours is gross." So let's just take them both out. <laughs> that's the only thing. Uh, next episode, we're going to come back, and without telling the story, you're going to tell us who's the grosser one. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean. Uh, you're going to be the final judge. Okay. Okay. Um, the uh, If you were to recast this movie, all I could think is Declan needs to be played by Elias uh, Kosias. Sure, do, that's do you, a name I've heard of. Do you know? <laughs> do you know? Uh, 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Casey Jones, yeah, he, the, that character actor that's in everything, the, the hockey stick guy, yeah, but but he's in everything now, and he's he's in his fifties or whatever. I don't know that he's in everything now. How uh, is he in everything now? I mean, he's he's a character actor that you see, I see, pop up in lots and lots of stuff. So Declan should be the the guy from SVU. I don't literally don't even know what SVU is, let alone that specific guy. Law and Order SVU. Oh, I thought it was like a Star Wars movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Law and Order Special Victims Unit. No. I think he's off that show now. I got nothing for you. He's got his. Own, he's got a different show now. Um. So in the book, the altar that there. What did you envision the altar being? Like the like podium or whatever. Yeah. So it's built up. It's the podium, and it's and the the the. The symbol was inside the podium, right? Mm -hmm. He physically had to tear it apart. In the movie, it's in a box that apparently no one's the opened. Whole, no one's no one's taken that that uh, the duvet cloth cover, yeah, off of it. The lilies, nobody's <laughs> in six hundred years. <laughs> that's just really clean. It yeah. was still it was super white. Yeah, but yeah, you just lift it up and it's just a well, bunch to be fair, of. It burned you and glowed red if you touched it. Oh, but only only once Rawhead was released. Oh, touche. But yeah, so nobody had opened that up and been like, "Why is there this football sized stone in here?" Or no one had taken off the sheet and been like, "Oh, where are all these symbols here?" <laughs> like, I don't understand how that's a decision you make. You're going backwards. Barker laid out exactly what you should be doing. It is built into the altar. They have to break apart the altar to find it. Of course, no one's going to break apart the altar to find it, right? right? Why would they change that into being a wooden crate? And it's not like they just had that wooden crate laying around because it did have carvings. They had to make that decision, <laughs> build it. I don't yeah. understand. You just you mentioned at the beginning how like oh yeah this is original this is all original stonework and everything and that altar's been there for 400 years or whatever and like we're really proud of that and then when they breaks it apart and finds a thing you're like oh the incredible thing 400 years. about the altar though that it explains is this movie is actually a prequel to pulp fiction because inside <laughs> that altar is yep. ving ring soul mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who who well i don't wait who's marcellus so wallace yeah i don't it's i don't who? buy into that theory that it was martellus wallace it's not a thing is it the black guy yeah <laughs> Pulp Fiction. No, they open I, the suitcase. The it's glowing red. That's why it was oh. kind of orange. The big black guy that's not Michael Clark Duncan. I, I don't trust you on races after <laughs> your Jackie Chan and oh. Samuel Little Jackson. I don't. Uh, yeah, your Aspergers. Because that was totally <laughs> real thing. <laughs> it is Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> in Pulp Fiction too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Um. <laughs> 
So at one point he uh, he's like, after his kid gets killed, which by the way starts off with a uh, little girl peeing in the bushes. So I was like, are they gonna do the whole time I was watching this? I'm like, they, are they gonna do the pissing thing? Are they gonna do the pissing thing? And then I was like, well, there's a little girl pissing, so I guess he could shoehorn that in. And then the kid gets taken, and uh, so he's like, the writer's all determined. Like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to get rid of Rawhead. And so he, at the beginning, he has this nice camera. Obviously, he's taking photos for the book and everything. And then he's he, takes, he starts taking Polaroids. And I'm like, why the hell does he have a Polaroid camera? And then Declan shows up and throws it on the ground, smashes it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why he's switching <laughs> Polaroid camera. So that they can smash it on the ground. <laughs> Uh, and then we do get a piss scene. Yes. Well, did you see this coming when you were watching it? No. Like I was, it was happening. Like I, you know, like I mentioned, I was half-ass watching, it and I looked up, and I was like, "Is he peeing on him? Like, is that what's going on right now?" Like I didn't believe it, and then he, like I just kept looking, and I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's peeing on him." All right. <laughs> Which only once does the word baptism ever said. So like, it's hard to convey that that's what's happening necessarily mm-hmm. in the movie. Whereas this is a huge scene in the book. And Three it's, pages. Right. Uh, I mean, when yeah. Yeah, well. if you're hyperbo- hyperbolic um. or can say words, <laughs> 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 ha, ha. my mouth gave up on that one halfway through ha, ha. Um, something it's never done to a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the silence after that. That was, that was delicious, more delicious than any burrito I've ever had in my life. Mm. Numbers. Uh, um, so I think in a weird way, and maybe it's just because it's penises and not vaginas, that's my favorite part <laughs> of the book, is just like, how many other other stories are there about a priest getting urinated on by a monster? And drinking it. Oh, he guzzles it down in the story, man. Like, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a memorable point in the movie. Like, I, I appreciated it. Uh, although, yeah. Um, I'm not a pee guy. Are you guys pee guys? <laughs> no. Uh. Nor would I admit it if I were. <laughs> but no. Pee guy. <laughs> I think that's a yes. That is a no, yes. No, I'm a not yes. a pee guy, obviously. But then I realized I waited too long to say no, and then like, <laughs> no, I'm not a pee guy. I'll just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was being polite, and now I, they think I like to get this done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> let's, just, let's just move on. I think it's safe to assume Mr. Barker has dabbled <laughs> a timer a million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, mean, I haven't looked at all of his Tumblr. It's probably but there. It's probably there, but all I've seen is a dick ejaculating. <laughs> so Clive Barker isn't like a name at the top of my head all the time, like mm-hmm. like it is for you guys. So I thought you were you talking about me with him. I'm <laughs> well, okay, yeah, right. You're the one for that's for like, like an hour or two. <laughs> well, you know what? Just a like, week. The only time I know you is when I hear this podcast. Okay. So, but for that half a second, I pictured Bob Barker as a P guy. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. I. Over. What else? Do you got anything else? I mean, The kid was reading Secret Wars. I thought that was cool. He's also wearing a Nike shirt at some point. I have yeah. a feeling that wasn't paid for. <laughs> yeah. Just a hunch. <laughs> uh, so the little girl is like four years old, and they like pull over so she can go pee on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And 
the the writer's like, hey, you gonna go with her to his wife? And she's like, no, she's fine. She's got to learn to grow up someday. She's peeing on the side of a road. Mm-hmm. How is this like any foray it's into because adulthood? You, it's because you don't have kids. I mean, if they're not peeing on their own in the middle of a field by three or four, you got problem. I mean, so you'll back me true. up on this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> totally normal parenting, Justin. Listen, learn for if I ever have kids, which this podcast increasingly makes me think. I'm, no, I'm not. It's not going to be a thing that happens. <laughs> Uh, the, I just said the hoping that I was going to be able to come up with something <laughs> to say because there was going to be silence and then I had nothing. So another thing I enjoyed about it, which I mean, I already mentioned one of the two things I enjoyed was there's a scene, like I don't watch a lot of horror scene, horror movies, I guess, but there's that scene where like, uh, they're making out in the woods, the guy's trying to get to second base and, uh, like that's when the big reveal is or something. And then like the lady screams, right. And then like it shows the the kid screaming who's been quiet and then like as they're running through the woods like all you hear is that really high pitched like sound that scream you remember that okay so i enjoyed yeah. that i enjoyed that because to me it was like oh they're so like you know engrossed in fear you know it's kind of like a movie like war movies where the grenade goes off I and all you hear is that high pitched thing it was like they stormed the beach of normandy cuz that's every every normandy scene is that that high pitched? You nothing. hear wah, bing, yeah, and then this is the shell shock. Well, I okay, fine. So I enjoyed it in this case because it was like you know they're just oh, so overcome by fear that they don't hear anything. You know, it's like I, and this is another example where I felt like I understood what they were trying to yeah. do. Like they're trying to say like, look how rough and mean Rawhead Rex is. He's gonna rip this guy's heads off and show it to him. And that's what they tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just like trampling a. What was this place? It was like. It was a caravan park. It was like a step <laughs> below a trailer park. I think that's just what trailer parks are in Ireland, maybe. Or in. I don't know. I think it's what they are in the cheapest of cheap movies. Well, like, it's like most of them were like actual like airstreams or whatever that were attached to vehicles. Like they, it wasn't like. This was semi-permanent rather than permanent residence. Mm-hmm. It was odd. Mm. Yeah. I felt like they didn't do very well with the Irish accents. Like, half the characters just spoke, you know, straight, you know, Americanized English, and then... The main characters were American. I know they were, but, like, there was, like, the priest, like, the the one that got peed on. Declan. Was he... Did he have an Irish accent? I feel like he did not. And this movie was totally confused in that I think so it's based off Carpenter's book and he wrote the screenplay uh-huh. so there's like little things that slip through that were still at being set in London like they reference going okay. for tea like that's a big thing in all over the UK th- but that no, was I know, be, Irish that people was don't drink be, tea that was going to be my question they before I was beer. laying the before <laughs> I was laying it out as law before you guys jump on my sack beer and whiskey that was going to be a question is that is that an Irish thing? Because to me, I heard it and I was like, oh, yeah. that's a little remnant of Barker's. No, I think it's just a European thing, right? I, mean, I don't yeah, know. I think it's specifically a UK thing. Okay. Silence. Indians drink tea. Silence. I know that's true. So, yeah, um, it was a shit movie. <laughs> again, I will defend it in that I think that Rawhead is super charming and if you have that Rosetta Stone, you understand what they were trying to do. It's... It's like when your kid says something to you and you can only understand them. I understood what they were trying to say. And I still love my children. (laughs) Your youngest has like fallen in love with me or something. 
Mm-hmm. Like every time I come over, he's like, just like all over me. It's because Justin, come sit here. Justin can do this. Uh, but he's still three years old and can't talk good. The the best. So like he's still in that stage where like he'll he'll say something and then I'll just stare at him, <laughs> and then he'll say it again and I'll just stare at him and then I have to look over at, at Russ and just be like. And then he'll be like, well, he, he just said this. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I'll sit beside you and play your game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you already decided last week, I think, that it's because you guys are both on the autism spectrum. So you guys like, you just see someone and feels like you guys are made yeah. for each it's other. It's like Gator. friends. We, can, yeah. we know each other. Yeah. Like, you're autistic, me, I'm autistic. I'm autistic. You, you, me. Yeah. Uh, all right. Overall thoughts other than the shit. Anybody got anything? Uh, I, like fifteen minutes in, I was I was in. I was like, "This is, I hope I hope this is gonna be a good bad movie." It wasn't a good bad movie. It was a, it was an okay bad movie. Yeah, I wish I hadn't watched it. <laughs> 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 I want those that time of my life back. Uh, you should read the read the read the book, Penis Monster. <laughs> should I? I really enjoy it. Right. I've read it like five times. Speaking of being a sponsor, at least the pissing scene. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned uh, our guest, like you've known him forever. I- I've only I like only ever knew him as Russ's friend, like all in high school. I don't think I had one class that was with my, you. That was my identity was <laughs> was Russ's sidekick. <laughs> like really, I've had someone say that to me before. Like in like. Yeah, it was like, oh, you're like the sidekick. I was like, yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. And like, what sucks is like, you know, you weren't like popular kid in school. Like, you weren't you weren't super cool. Like, no. <laughs> so here Shocking. I am, the sidekick <laughs> of the not cool of guy, like, like the the leader of the nerds or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, all right, at least it's something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Slash, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say right now. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. so yeah it was like on, i only knew you as as russ's friend and like i if we ever had a class together i don't remember it i'm I sorry but i don't think we ever had one class together either. like i'm sorry too like i remember <laughs> seeing you in high school i'm like oh yeah justin right there he is breathing and stuff but i don't <laughs> like i don't remember there he is breathing i don't have many memories uh i remember that oh i can't say that because we didn't reference it and you want to save that for later <laughs> great podcast. So, so I won't. Great I won't. podcast. For, fair. So, I love the idea that like, had you two bumped into each other at the store, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna Ju- say hi to that guy, Justin. No. You, hi, you still breathing? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's your point of reference. So oh, I know that guy. He, memory, he, breathe, he breathes. I remember in like middle school, there was a. Uh, we did like this uh, junior achievement like field trip. And we like we all had to choose like a group to go to like you go see this guy and, or you go see like uh, you go see like the farmer you go see the technology guy and we had both ended up seeing the performer which happened to be a comedian oh. yeah I do remember that and then like I, I remember, not remember this yeah so you don't remember that but then I remember you saying at one point like they went around talking about what you wanted to be and uh, you said oh I want to be a comedian when I grow up and I remember thinking <laughs> right <laughs> like because i didn't know you i was like that guy's not funny and then like so i Turns apologize right. <laughs> i apologize for judging you <laughs> but, but that is just a memory that i have so so i was weirdly popular in high school like i 
didn't give a shit about anyone else. Oh, that's true. But, you, but they all kind of knew me. Yeah. And so, like... It's probably because the shirts you made yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of, like, the, the five years after high school was just, like, me going grocery shopping, and then someone would come up to me, and we'd have, like, a 20-minute conversation, and then whoever I was with, they would walk away. Whoever I was with, they were like, who was that? And I have no fucking <laughs> idea. Uh, but, funny. like, a couple months ago, at the grocery store... Uh, somebody came up to me. And I he's feel like, like hey. you're at the grocery store in an ordered amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna... That's where they keep the food. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. It's a pro tip. That's where the nacho cheese lives. Uh. And the various accoutrements in which to put nacho cheese. <laughs> uh, Most so of I... the food that I eat is just a conduit to eat more cheese, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I really don't want anything but cheese, but I guess I'll put it on a slab of dough and call it pizza <laughs> yeah. so I can eat more cheese. Like, I don't really want any chips, but I really want to eat some cheese that's in liquid form, so I'll put it on that so that I can pretend that I'm not just eating cheese. <laughs> Once in a while, I'll still just break down and eat a chunk of cheese. So I was at the grocery store, and uh, somebody came up to me. He's like, Justin? Justin? And I was like, oh, hi. person I don't recognize, but I'm not going to let that on. And like he'd graduate, like apparently I graduated with his brother or something. And he was like, hey, yeah, uh, what are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. Exchange pleasantries. He's like, yeah, I was just talking to my brother the other day. And I was like, you know who was a true artist? Justin Daniel. And I was like, what? That's, it's like oh. the best compliment I've ever gotten in my life. But also, what the fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember. I remember. Like, was this referencing that video you made? Like- this was referencing my t shirts oh. that I made. He <laughs> <laughs> well, like. I think it was more the answer was you know who's a true artist he does Justin Daniel he didn't oh give a God. fuck I think that was more the sentiment okay but it was just the weirdest interaction I've yeah. ever had I definitely got that vibe because it's like your t-shirts I I don't know like obviously no one knows the t-shirts you made they were they were like white uh, t-shirts written with like magic marker on them mm-hmm. like yeah. just there was no screen printing involved hold yeah. on no. we we've glorified this too much making your own t-shirts. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> they weren't like a white t-shirt. He bought like a five-pack They were of a Hanes. Yeah. Yeah. They were a Hanes or Fruit of the Loom. Hanes. <laughs> okay. I agree with Michael Jordan Stay on this. Stay away they from were fruit if at all possible. <laughs> <laughs> then he wrote with a Sharpie various mildly amusing sentences. Go ahead. But I always did them in the morning. So like... That day I would go to high school with the de- debuting a new shirt. I just spent that whole day high on Sharpie fumes. <laughs> just like, by like third or fourth period, I would just have the biggest fucking headache. It was fun. I miss high school. So that video you made. Yeah. That was, uh, I remember that because the back of Ryan Hamrick's head. You remember that the whole thing? Do you remember that? Like you made the cool. Oh, I can't say Ryan Hamrick. Now I have to edit it out. Well, you can say you Ryan Hamrick. Oh no, you can't because he's like a he's a, like a graphic artist now or something. On yeah, Facebook. he like we'll d- he like does thing. cool lettering stuff yeah. in like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Thank you, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So um, so you could produce this video about a like a homosexual and sc- oh surprise, a homosexual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a long running like, theme. Dealing with like bullying. Sorry, dealing with like bullying, right, or something, and like the mm-hmm. whole video, you only show the back of his head the whole time. Which could be fucking anyone, yeah, man. Yeah, no, is it, like <laughs> that was a really good video. You run an award or something, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was really. Good. Do you remember? I'm that? an award-winning filmmaker. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm in the this. film. I just want to point that out. You're not in the film. Mm-hmm. 
He is in the film. Boom. Really? Mm-hmm. Why did you not tell me that in high school? I thought you would have watched it and seen me. I oh, don't are you like walking or something? There's or? a whole classroom that oh. gets up and leaves, and he <laughs> was gotcha. one of the people in that I class. See. But no, it was it was, it was cool because like they only you might have been in it too. I just wouldn't know. <laughs> they only show the back of his head, and then like I don't know. You made some joke about how it's funny. You made a gay show about only seeing the back of some guy's head, and that was the gay joke that like he's you know sucking someone off or something. But whatever. I remember that gay I th- joke. I think very the gay well. joke would be you're fucking him, and all you can see is the back of his head. That that's, to me, see, would that's be, not how that I took to it. Like I, I thought it was because otherwise, you're just watching another man give another man a BJ. So you're kind of just as gay at that point. I was thinking of the point of view of the guy, right? So like, oh, you know what? Let's just. I feel just, like I didn't want to become a part of this. I feel like we're whole, learning a whole lot. You know, homoerotic stuff. You guys always talk. I didn't want to be a part of this. I feel like. <laughs> I don't remember this joke, but like I'm like <laughs> mad at, at 20 years ago Russ for like what seems like a like a joke that I'm I, I'm sure I did make, but because you were in high school, but but this was like not it's not in that tone like no we're not watching no, yeah. It, yeah it's not within the same tone like I'm fine with a gay joke here or there but not when we're watching a, a short <laughs> film about suicide <laughs> like. <laughs> No, no, okay. Like, so I, oh, no, I remember the joke. So the joke was that, like, you were hearing the video, like, it described to you from Justin or something, and he was telling you about how it was a video, and it was, a gay, it was about a homosexual, and you only see the back of his head. And then that's when the, you laughed. Okay, that's better. Okay, and that All was right. before you'd seen it. Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> All right. I don't know if I believe you. Like, I feel like you just might have <laughs> no, no. spun that it's to all, make me look better. back to me. No, no, okay. I, I mean... Yeah. Another meatloaf song. No, it's not a meatloaf song. It's a Celine Dion song. Stop talking about meatloaf. <laughs> it's a Celine Dion song. <laughs> uh, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Uh, should, should I go? I didn't watch this one. You didn't watch it. I heard you. This was the good one. You told me Wednesday what movies to watch. I had two days. <laughs> I watched them both yesterday. <laughs> he has children. And I a have, family. I have a goddamn life. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> Ouch! Ouch! All right, overall thought, or synopsis. Synopsis. uh, So, Pumpkinhead is uh, about a guy who loses his son and then uh, wants vengeance, so he conjures up a spirit in Pumpkinhead that is basically a spirit of vengeance to uh, kill the kids that uh, caused the accident that killed his son. Yeah. Overall thoughts. Uh, real does a real good movie. Wasn't it? So, it's so good. That's a Wait. Real good movie. <laughs> no. He's like, y- you send me a, a text. You're like, okay, uh, here's the two movies we're watching. Uh, and then you're like, this one in Rawhead Rex and Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead is that what you said? Pumpkinhead. And then like, uh, you're like, if you don't have time to watch both. Just watch Rawhead Rex. <laughs> You've known him for what two the decades or more. <laughs> you know he's an asshole. Yeah. I wanted to see what it looked like not having read the short story. That's That was the idea. I I told you that. It's a real good movie. No, you, you didn't. Watch I told you, you that. You told me that after that, but you didn't tell me that Pumpkinhead was actually a good movie. I might not have said that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> like the, I, I watched 15 minutes of Rawhead Rex, and I'm like... What the hell is Russ doing with his life right now? Is this this is what he does. He watches these shitty movies and then talks about them for an hour. Yeah, that, that's pretty much sums it's it up. It's becoming more like two hours. 
As, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. So. As we get more and more narcissistic on the podcast. <laughs> like, if you listen to the episode one, that's super tight. That's a, that is a great podcast. By, I don't know, 16, 17, 18. I think the last we're episode just, we just... spent like a half hour talking about us listening to the podcast previously. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I didn't like episode one. Like, I enjoyed what you talked about and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, it was still pretty new. And that whole, uh, look at you. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Look at you. Right? Yeah. Like, that was so obnoxious. Six times. Yeah. And then. All right. But honestly, which quiz would you rather listen to again? The episode one quiz or the Asperger's quiz? Uh, the episode one quiz I enjoyed yeah. more. I mean, I, I caught on about the same time that Justin did that that was not real. So uh, <laughs> And then it went on for 20 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wish you. I wish you would have like done that with Tom or something. Someone that wouldn't get the joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the beginning of this movie opens with introducing so and so, somebody that you've never heard of, and that always makes me a little sad because they like thought she deserved an introducing credit, and then we've never seen or heard from her again. Yeah, that was that was Maggie, right? Or was that? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Maggie's um, the Christian. <laughs> um, the uh, good. My very first note, I think it's from like two or three minutes in. Already, this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I recognize competency in filmmaking. Uh, this is the first movie ever directed by Stan Winston, okay. uh, who, and he only did, directed two movies, who's a big makeup guy. And, like, the fact that this movie was the first movie from anyone is incredible because it is so cinematic. Like, you get these big, wide shots and mm-hmm. you can actually like see how deserted everything is and the ruralness um of what they're dealing with and i just keep hearing ben like panting and getting more and more <laughs> mad as i compliment the movie <laughs> <laughs> i think when when you're somebody who works on set every day uh you you learn two things which is you learn if you're good and you care you learn how to direct yeah but also you learn that the best part about directing is hiring a real good crew. Oh, yeah. And, and the, so, like, I'm sure he hired a great cinematographer yeah. that he and, can collaborate with. Yeah, he absolutely did. Um, very quickly in, uh, he gives his dog water, which he keeps in a gas can. Yeah. I didn't know what that was at first. He just, like, empties a like, gas can into a bowl, and I was like, <laughs> that's some sort of weird <laughs> Mad Max-style offering? It's what is some this some weird movie? Appalachian <laughs> thing. Oh, it's water. Probably stole that from Gone in 60 Seconds. Remember? Angelina Jolie drank out of the gas can. Sorry. I saw that movie once in high school. <laughs> that's a movie I wish I hadn't seen five times. Like, <laughs> it's not a good movie. Like, okay, go on. That reminds me, I need to watch Rawhead Rex a fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie is real fucking ame- like thin and emaciate- emaciated in that movie. Yeah, um, gross. Quickly, the uh, they live. <laughs> the, I don't like ribs. Angelina like Jolie, gross, is coming on this podcast. Like her I don't... in that movie is gross. Her not like if you go, go back to like Tomb Raider, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, fuck yeah. But like thin, anorexic, ribby Angelina Jolie. No, no thanks. It's just, I mean, okay, sure. But then you guys can have, like, full 10-minute conversations about, like, the sexy men in the movie. <laughs> and you use yeah. the word sexy, and, like, you know, you're Pierce trying to... Pierce Brosnan is a you're sexy man. To, you're, you, like, you can take the perspective of, like, women got hoggling over these men and, like, have a full-on conversation with it. But then you say, Angelina, gross. Ugh. In that movie, she was. 
Anyway, as promised, the They Live Hobo Guy and the Wishmaster Bum shows up. Uh, oh, is he the grandpa? That's him. Okay. Yeah. So, as promised, he shows up. Um, they are um, this random. So, they show up. These little kids start uh, picking on their younger sibling, telling them that Pumpkinhead's going to get them. Mm-hmm. And everything here seems so rural and so real. It's, so, it's good. I, I can't. I don't have a lot of witty retorts for it because yeah, I didn't take a lot of again, notes for this movie. This movie just... is so good. <laughs> I don't have a lot of notes because it was I was it was very engrossing. Yeah, uh, that kid is oh, great. That kid. And then I looked him up on IMDb. He didn't do that many things. He was the kid from Society with the glasses. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was him. Um, they, uh, the witch. Yeah. How. How old was that woman when she was like? How much makeup did they do? Is that an old lady? Yeah, she with like really old lady makeup. This this Blu-ray came out a couple of years ago, and they interviewed her, and she was kind of she was old for the interview, but she was still alive. Hmm. So I mean, she couldn't have been fifty. There was a dog in this movie. Is that dog dead? Oh, for sure. This monster is terrifying. Like, why did you have me watch? <laughs> like, look, look at this guy. It looks guys. so good, right? <laughs> yes, that looks so terrifying. good. Like, what the hell? This is yeah. Um, <laughs> this might be jumping to the end for me, but I think Pumpkinhead might be the best creature that I've ever seen on film. It was fantastic. Like I said, there was that scene in the church where it looks a little stilted, but they knew to get away from that. Like they wanted that scene, and they knew that they wanted to get away from that real quick. Yeah, and. Most of the time, you see about three quarters of him. They show a, like a lot of him. There's a scene for a where, lot of the movie but. where that kid that you liked is in a closet, and you see Pumpkinhead walk across the room, put his hand in the closet, slide the clothes to the side, mm-hmm. and duck his head down all in one shot. I I was talking about Coke Bottle Kid. Not, oh, that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kid that didn't go anywhere. I'm sorry. I was talking about the. The main hillbilly kid. Which uh, is new for this podcast. I think he's the first time on this podcast where somebody wore overalls that wasn't mentally challenged. That's true. <laughs> I think Rawhead Rex needed some. Yeah. That's actually Did that happen was... more than Lawnmower Man? Uh, uh, yeah, it happens in another movie too. I don't remember which. We also had a big debate. Did you... Oh, we'll repeat it. Um, <laughs> this was a great segment. <laughs> This is the rust. That's Start like, something that immediately finishes. See, this it. is like the perfect shit you could edit out, and then it's like, nope, no. it's gonna be in there. No, that's no. a lot of work. You dude. listen. You <laughs> listen to 112 minutes of us rambling <laughs> and marginally talking about film. Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. So I'll be, I I enjoy the podcast for this bullshit because I haven't seen any of the movies you're talking about, like in general. Like I think I've seen two or of the them. ones you were supposed to for this podcast. Oh. You know what? <laughs> I did my due diligence and I watched the one he said I should watch. <laughs> Which is the, <laughs> uh, the uh the guy the kid's name is Bunt, by the way. Bunt? Bunt. I had okay. to verify via IMDB. <laughs> it is Bunt, and he's credited as Bunt. Nice. Um I love that Steve goes first he's the first to get killed by pumpkin head yeah. because he's kind of the main most likable kid he's the main character yes. like of that that group nope he's the first one that goes nope. it's it's very janet lee and psycho 
Um, there's a lot of religious imagery again. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't give a shit about Jesus. No. Like he could, he's like in, he the one main religious character in this. He carves a cross on her face. And that's fucked up in like a way that even as someone who's non-religious, I was like, that's pretty fucked up. That's a yeah. fucked up thing to do to yeah. a person. Well, they hide in a burnt down church because they think that they'd be safe there. Mm-hmm. No, Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. just waltzes in. Yep. He's fine with it. He picks up this big cross, like almost laughs at it. Yeah, he beats it against the wall till it breaks. And yep. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Doesn't give a shit. Nope. Jesus ain't got nothing on Pumpkinhead. Nope. Pumpkinhead don't care. <laughs> um... There's one point when Bunt licks his fingers, like, oh, because they're making, like, a pact. Like, she's not going to tell him that he's going out. Yeah. If you were as dirty as Bunt, would you lick your fingers? <laughs> probably. Oh. I mean, if you are, if you are Bunt and you're dirty like Bunt, I mean, sounds like you wouldn't ha- give a shit about licking your own fingers. Oh, uh, pretty gross. They were fucking, right? Brother, sister, There's backwoods probably. in the same There's bedroom? There's probably a possibility. They are probably fucking. Yeah. Like, I almost expected them to, like, kiss. <laughs> just sensually yeah be careful bunt uh, yeah. they'd kiss better than the writer from rawhead rex probably <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i wish we had a video component to this to watch you fish mouthing the thing um <laughs> I don't have much more. This is one basically that I just wanted to show you. Like this is what this is. It was a fantastic movie. Like as a horror, <laughs> as a still, horror movie. Fuck you. <laughs> He's still growling. <laughs> I th- I like you know, honestly. I think this might be like top, definitely top five. One of the best movies we've watched on this podcast so far, which I think says more about your selection than <laughs> anything else. But uh, so one good, bad one, one bad thing, one good thing. Uh, the one criticism I will have is. They do a close-up on when she like cuts his hand, and the blood isn't touching him at all. It's obviously coming from the tube and the knife, and it was real bad. That was oh, that was like the one criticism I had. I yeah. had to levy one. I will say <laughs> that was the only one I could find. I will say at least they actually cut the top of the hand instead of like every movie that you yeah. watch that somebody has to cut their hand. They're like, the "What's palm. the most delicate part that I use yeah. constantly? My palm. Yeah, I I'll should flex cut that. that all the time. So I should just cut that. That'll be fine. Yeah, that works good." Uh, but I love that they subvert it like Pumpkinhead steals the gun from Joel and that he'd just been shot with. And he just like, you think like, oh, Pumpkinhead's going to shoot him in the head. <laughs> this, and that's going to be real weird. Foot, this eight foot demon. Yeah. With this bulbous head mm-hmm. and just like a huge mouth is yeah. going to shoot him. He's just going to shoot him. No, he skewers him with the rifle <laughs> and lifts him up. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's skewer great. in the belly. Skewer in the belly. <laughs> Tay in the wind. I was, I was looking. Skewer in the belly. I was oh, like, hold, hold on, hold on. Because I know that's from Nell. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not sure the skewer do in you, the belly is. Do what? you not remember? <laughs> I would pass the classroom in high school i would pass a classroom and see you and russ sitting on a table i would walk in and sneak up behind him and just go skew in the belly and he would just die laughing and i would just leave and go to my class he's dying laughing right now i have no recollection of this like Nell is one of those movies from my childhood for some yeah. reason that just like my mom and I we watch yeah. all the time, and so I just like <laughs> the I just walk up, Tay in the wind, skewing the belly, 
And that was that was the one thing that always made Russ laugh. Did they actually say skewer in the belly? Because yeah. uh, because her twin got stabbed, so she says skewer in the belly. <laughs> That's how she describes that her twin got stabbed. You can't say it like that the same way every time. Like. <laughs> That's a, you what you don't realize say. is that's fucking spot on. <laughs> you don't just say uh, skewer in the belly. Yes. Uh, you got you to <clears> say it. <throat> skewer in the belly. <laughs> I think Russ needs a CPAP machine right now. So one thing about Nell uh, is everyone that's seen that movie has their own like words from Nell that they repeat all the time. I'm sure everyone yeah. does. Like I never said skew sque- that what you say. Skewed belly. <laughs> I said chickamame, chickapay. That's what I always said in chick-a-may-may. my Chickamame, yeah. chickapay. Right. My favorite was always Tay in the wind. Tay in the wind. But skew into belly is what got Russ rolling. So <laughs> <laughs> he's literally clutching his gut. Uh, um. Bringing this back home a little bit. One of the mm-hmm. funny things is, is I've, I've spent a lot of time lately thinking about the <clears> movies <throat> that I had, like on VHS, and Pumpkinhead was one of them. And like, I really at one point want to like get my mom on here and have a conversation. Like, so we had Rescuers Down Under and Pumpkinhead. How did we end up with Pumpkinhead, and why did we watch it? <laughs> Every time you talk about the so movies, much. you like watch as a child. I'm like, did you have parents? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, you got anything else for Pumpkinhead? Overall, no, was, overall thoughts? Did we do this? It's a super good movie. You you should have watched it. I'm surprised you didn't. Because it's a really good movie. So as so we were texting each other. Yeah. Uh, and and like the other day, uh, you asked me. So I haven't chosen next week's episodes. Uh, uh, what do you uh, what do, what kind of movies do you like? And I responded. I I generally just like genuinely good movies. Mm-hmm. And when I said that, were you like laugh, laughing to yourself about? I, I don't, you're gonna have to wait and see what we watch <laughs> for next week. <laughs> Speaking of what we're gonna watch next week, uh, very first movie next week is going to be totally not buying time right now no. because I segued so hard. <laughs> first film. If you say what I think you're going to say, I'm going to punch you in the fucking face because you have been on here and I've said word like I said, social justice warrior once and you started bitching about it. And I said sports ball and then you immediately criticized me. So if you say what you're going to say, you're going to be punished the next week that I'm laying it down right now. So on here, uh, it's some sort of uh, weird goat man. Uh, the the subtitle "Evil Takes Many Faces" in many forms. It seems kind of generic. I'm debating whether I want to do it or not. I will pun. It's <laughs> up to you. I will punish you next the following <laughs> week if you do. Uh, we're gonna watch the witch. I don't like being punished. <laughs> <laughs> not into that. Well, let me see. The uh, I'm actually I'm actually super excited. Uh, yeah, because every like every you know, it's there was this thing that was totally in pop culture when it came out, and That's not everyone. A witch. What is it? What is it? It's a goat. But what does the title say? The <laughs> the the Vivich. <laughs> is that what you're, you're getting? Supposed in, to say? You're in trouble. <laughs> no, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. How am I in trouble? I didn't say it. You sound like my kids now. <laughs> All right, so what are we going to see? What is it going to be? 
<laughs> um, so like I've seen the trailer and stuff. Uh, that lady playing peekaboo with the baby, and then the baby disappears. That seems real creepy, but it's like creepy pioneer time. Uh, I'm assuming witch movie. I just know that it's something, okay. some weird going on. All right, Ben, you're gonna be here next week. What are we watching? What do you think it's gonna be? Uh, I assume it's gonna be about a witch. Okay. Um, I mean, a goat has to play in there somehow, right? Justin uh, always probably. fails at this. In that, like, this is your time to shine. Like, you can just make up any jack shit that you think is gonna be in there. What do you think? Oh, don't put see? me on the spot. All right. Oh. Okay. So I think there's gonna be a witch, and there, I'm I'm expecting her at some point in the movie to be um, s- sacrificing goats um, in a horrorish way, and uh, maybe a horrific way. <laughs> fuck you. Yes, in a horrific <laughs> way. <laughs> you redeemed in a very, yourself. Very, That's cool. In a very scary way. <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. That's just the scene I get out of it. But. All right. Second film. All right. Our second film, uh, Four Stars Kicks Much Ass. <laughs> like, was that translated from another language? That was Four Roger. Stars kicks much, kicks much Ass. It's, it's Roger Ebert said that. <laughs> uh, uh, witching and bitching. So, he, on the front is like, is that Jiggle? That looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but probably I'm assuming that's low rent. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this looks like if the cast of Shaun of the Dead did like Adam's Family, but like redneck Adam's Family. That guy looks. That guy looks like Nick Frost too. This seems like it's gonna be like Ed, like Edgar Wright, uh, Cornetta trilogy type rip off but like obviously about witching and bitching okay so so i'm I'm expecting some witch hunting here for sure well yeah he's got a shotgun with a bunch of characters who are gonna make it enjoyable hopefully uh i'm not one to disappoint okay (laughs) so yeah it seems like it's gonna be a real good movie no Exactly what he wanted. Yeah, you know what? I should expect the exact opposite <laughs> than what I asked for. You know what? So I because we'll look at who you asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, what else you got for us? Snowman. 